Hi, actor. Here at Speak LA, we teach actors how to move to LA and thrive. So if you're in LA, moving to LA, or want help with your acting career in LA, join the Speak LA community. For information about our community, go to ispeakla.com. That's ispeakla.com. Today's episode of Speak LA, the podcast is sponsored by Actors Connection. Before we begin, one of the things we most often hear from our listeners is about how hard it is to find an agent. If this is something that you are struggling with, go to ispeakla.com and download our free agent package now. There's no shame in not having an agent, but we want to help you get one. So go to ispeakla.com and grab the free agent guide now. Today's guest is Heidi Dean. She is widely regarded as the industry's top social media marketing expert for actors. Heidi founded marketingforactors.com. That's the number four, which helps actors navigate an increasingly digital world so they can build their audience, make connections, and make an impact on social media. She is also the author of the brand new book, Social Media for Actors, 100 Essential Tips to Grow, Survive, and Thrive Online. Her clients include Emmy Award winners, Broadway stars, series regulars, voice actors, audiobook narrators, casting directors, producers, and actors just like you. Where do you reside? New York. At what age did you move there? I was 18 way back in 1998, do the math, uh, to go to NYU. (laughs) Did you know anybody when you moved to New York? Yes. So I'm not an actor anymore. I've been a social media strategist for years now, but I was lucky enough to go to uh, Orange County High School of the Arts in California. So there were students that had gone to New York ahead of me. And my best friend actually got into Tisha NYU too the same year. So I was lucky I knew a few people. (laughs) Did you have a good amount of money saved before your move? I had uh, saved money from jobs in the past couple years before then, uh, so I did have a little bit of a cushion, and I was in school. How long of living in New York did it take until New York felt like your home? Uh, Let's see. Besides the winters, which will never, ever feel like home, (laughs) I'm totally a Southern California girl. Um, It didn't take long. I love New York. I love the fast-paced, you know, tempo of New York. If you had to sum up New York in one word, what word would that be? Fast. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say fast, right? (laughs) That's the perfect word. I love it. (laughs) Heidi, yay. We're so happy to have you today again. Yes. I'm so happy to be back. I miss you guys. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for being here. Um, I'd love to start, you know, we have had the great pleasure of getting to work with you as clients and learn from you and learn about social media from you, um, which is obviously why we wanted to bring you on uh, so that you could help our listeners as well. So before we get into the questions, will you just share with our audience what exactly you do and how you help? actors specifically? Sure. So I'm a social media strategist for actors. So it's kind of in the name. It's my job to help really create a strategy for you, whether you're a voice actor, a theater actor, a film or TV actor, or even an audiobook narrator. Uh, So really coming up with a strategy to help you meet your career goals using social media. Um, So for some of my 
clients, that means, uh, you know, a, a social networking strategy. Some of them, we come up with an audience growth strategy specifically for them. A lot of people need help with a posting strategy or help with video, since video is everywhere on social media now. And really how I work with anyone, whether it's an artist or a business, is really based on their goals for their social media. And yes, I work behind the scenes with a lot of arts-related businesses, coaches, podcasters, casting directors as well. I'm so glad that we found you to help us with our business because um, for me personally, social media has always been a little bit of a, I don't know, a little mountain, a mountain to climb, mostly because I think for me, and I think a lot of actors feel this way, it's just, I never kind of know what I'm posting or what to say. And I get really shy. Like I feel a shyness in the spectrum of the social media world. So it's funny because I've been talking to a lot of actors recently and something that we've been talking about is that it's like they they want to act. They just want to act. They don't necessarily want to run a business, right? Yeah. And I'm sure that that's probably something that you've heard before. So what would you say to actors that are like, Heidi, I just, I just want to act. I don't want to have to think about my social media. That's actually like my email inbox and my DMs like, every day. It's, yeah. you know, I'm not a huge fan. I'm not a huge social media person. Like, how do I do this? You know? Um, so it's anyone that feels that way, that's listening, know that you're not alone. You know, it's, you're an artist. So obviously that is going to be the first thing that you want to do. And it really is. You're an actor, number one, that needs to drive your social media strategy. Um, kind of a big mistake I see all the time with actors is they think they need to post every day or multiple times a day. And even your your cadence of your social media posting, it needs to reflect your goals for your career. You're an actor, number one. That always needs to come first before you say, I'm going to post every day or multiple times a day. And I think that gets lost when people start saying, oh, I want to get followers and I you know, want to meet people online. They forget that, that you know, I'm a social media strategist, but I will always say you're an actor, number one, and that always comes first. Um, and I think one one thing, a little switch that helps a lot of my clients is that you have to start treating your social media like a business now that you're using it for, you know, your show business, right? Mm -hmm. And if we're using social media for playtime, it's really easy to get sucked into you know, mindless, endless scrolling. I totally for a second there forgot I was on a podcast. I picked up my phone. <laughs> I do a lot of video content. None of you all saw me do what I just did. <laughs> I was scrolling on my phone endlessly and mindlessly. Um, but I'm sure everybody has experienced that, right? Sometimes 10 minutes passes by, sometimes hours without us realizing it, right? But now that you're using social media, as an actor for your business, for your career, you got to run it like a business, okay? Um, now, I got my start in social media management, and I was running multiple accounts for actors, producers, casting directors, and these were big accounts. So I had a lot to manage, a lot to keep track of every single day. And one thing I learned that I teach to all my, st my students and clients is I really had to schedule out my management time. So I could get in, I could post, I could engage, I could check my messages and get the heck out of there. And for me, I had to move on to the next account I was running. But the same goes for you so you can get back to acting, okay? So you can get in, you can do the work, and then get out and, you know, get back to your real purpose, being an actor, right? Um, and we could do a whole we could do a whole episode just on, you know, running your social media like a business. Um, I'll give you a couple 
a couple tips right yeah. now. Um, first of all, like the simplest thing to do that you can do the minute we're done here today is just choose a time to manage your social media. When are you going to check notifications? When are you going to figure out what to post? Um, choose that time and choose a consistent time you can do, you know, all the time, right? So I like to pair it with something I do every day, drink coffee. I'm holding a coffee cup right now. <laughs> um, maybe it's your kid's TV time. Yeah, I know in the past, sometimes it was my daughter's Paw Patrol time when she was younger. That was my social media time. Same thing for you. It helps you stay consistent. Um, another thing to run it like a business, turn off your notifications so that you can be the boss of your social media. Uh, there's people teaching actors, like, turn on notifications for all the people you want to know. Do you realize what that does to your mental peace? Turn off notifications. There are systems you can set up to keep track of these people and build relationships, but you do not need push notifications showing up on your phone. That is not going to be good for your mental peace. Um, and then another quick thing everybody can do the minute, you know, what you could do it right now is set time limits. You can go every social network gives you a way in the settings to, first of all, find out how much time you're spending on that network and actually to set time limits. Some, some platforms will actually have a notification come up saying, hey, did you know you've been on for an hour? Yeah. Did you know you've been scrolling for this long? Um, and for artists, I think it's just really important that you really find a way to run it like a business and manage your time so you can protect your energy and, once again, get back to acting. <laughs> so um, like I said, this we could spend a whole a whole episode. Maybe we'll do that next time. I mean, yeah. I, have a, I have a book coming out, Social Media for Actors, and I think it's chapter nine is it's an entire chapter on running your social media like a business. So big topic, big topic. I have a question um, yeah. about that. Something, this might be a kind of an odd question, but mm -hmm. something that I always struggled with when I first moved to LA and I was beginning to understand what an actor business was and how to run it was switching from the different parts of my brain. So when I was in like working on my actor, you know, like working on roles or working on like scripts, it was just so energizing to me when I was doing the other side, the business side, I, it was energizing in a different way, but I had a really hard time with that time limit. Like I would set a time limit for myself, but it was hard for me to get out of one side of my brain to the other side. And I feel like social media really lives on one side of the brain and then the craft is on the other side. So do you have like a cool tip for like kind of jarring your body a little bit to get out, like to just to switch transition from the two different parts of your brain when you're moving out of social media? Well, I think for artists, one reason this happens um, is because they don't have a posting strategy in the first place. I know it's both sides of the brain, but a lot of times actors, I see them, they're just so focused on posting about acting, but they don't realize like they're, they're telling a story online. They're telling their story online. And half of their posting strategy is actually letting us into who they are and the things they love. And I think when you have a more balanced posting strategy, there's more joy in your posting and it doesn't it it doesn't feel like it's this separate thing, this separate businessy thing. No, you're just telling your story online um, through every post and every video. And I know that's 
that's not like a physical thing you can do. But I think when you make that switch of what social media actually is and and the balance you need between it not just being professional, but also having something to do, something for us to connect with um, about you as a human. And yes, Camille, it could be your cat. Um, it could be something like that. I think right it makes now. it it makes it more fun. And it yeah. doesn't make it feel so separate from from the joy of acting. And I think there are so many, if you're really using the tools that you're given in, what, it's 2024 right now, right? If you're really given, are you really using the virtual stage you're being given with like YouTube shorts and Instagram reels and TikTok, all these things where you can actually perform and it's not even weird on social media I don't think there's much of a switch there at all. <laughs> I don't think a lot of actors are utilizing it in the best way to to do that. So, does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, I really like what you're saying because I yeah. think I think the, the what you're saying is and I say this as a person who's always been very resistant to social media, so this is helpful to me. Um, but, you know, maybe maybe as actors, we need to find a way. Because I think the thing you're saying, Camille, is that one is creative and one is business. But I think what I maybe hear Heidi saying is they can both be creative. You know, if we can, if we can find a way as actors or as artists to make the social media work that we're doing also creative and fit into our creative brains, then maybe it's not such a big um, jump from one to the other. Yes. And your marketing gets yeah. better when you tap into that creativity. Uh, mm -hmm. One of the biggest mistakes I see actors make all the time is, um, is well, what I teach them is posting without boasting. <laughs> um, a lot of actors, they only hop on social media when they need to promote their stuff. Like, oh, I just booked this. I did this, right? That's how they use it. Mm -hmm. And that is not enough of telling your story. And there's so many ways we can make the switch and, you know, post without boasting too much. But one of the most effective ways to do this and to share your bookings and share your projects is to get creative, have fun. Um, I love when I see actors do those like, um, you know, audition to booked it or, um, uh, you know, the really creative things where we see script to screen. Um, they're getting creative with how they're sharing their projects and their big wins. And that makes us really excited to see their post. And that is the same side of brain, the brain when you are tapping into that creativity. Uh, or, you know, some of my favorite creators that are actors, they're they're using reels and TikTok to do sketch, to to be have it be their own Saturday Night Live. And there's a couple creators I love that I'm like, they're gonna be on Saturday Night Live in a year. I guarantee it. Or maybe they won't need it actually, because <laughs> they're gonna be that big. But they're using it as a stage and totally creating their own content and tapping into their creativity. So I think they're there's so many ways, whether it's promotional or performance-wise, that you can use that side of the brain. Well, I also think what you're saying, which I, I love, is something that we talk about a lot, Jen, and we hear a lot, is that the minute that you tap into who you are and you're sharing that, people are getting to know, they're, they're, they want to know you, they like you, they want to get to be around you. And I think so many actors make the mistake. And I, of course I did it, it, going back to like an audition, what do they want to see when I walk in the room? And essentially what you're saying, it's, it's not even like thinking about what do people want to see in my posts? It's going back to, okay, what am I, who am I? What's the story that I want to share? And when I can tap into that, that's when I get 
people interested in who I am, the story that I'm telling. And you're right, that makes it a lot more fun. And it makes everything more fun, which I think, you know, is something that we talk, we've heard a lot, Jen, haven't we? Like where people, this is how people like to see other people and connect with other people. So that makes yeah, a lot of sense it, to me. Exactly. And I feel like uh, so many times actors, they get stuck on this idea of like social media is just about followers. And yeah. so the number, well, there's, I get three big questions all the time, but one of the biggest ones is how can I get more followers? And usually I like to flip that question, right? Um, well, first I ask questions, what platform, what features are you using? How many followers do you have? That's all going to affect your follower growth strategy. But um, the first step to getting any followers is knowing how to tell your story. It's actually going to you before we say who's your audience as a as a public figure, as an actor, a public figure. It's different for a business. A business, you're going to go straight to who's my audience. This is where there's, there's actors need to stop watching YouTube videos about for, that are for businesses about social media because they're they're starting off on the wrong foot. You need to figure out who you are and how to tell your story online. Then you're able to um, create a first impression that reflects that story, and then a posting strategy that helps tell that story, and that, yes, that includes what to post, when to post, are you using reels or static videos, what's in your captions, you know, can we find hashtags? It also helps tell that story and connect. And then, and only then, can we move on to active follower growth strategies where, you know, through engagement and growing through collaborations. Um, there, We got to start with your story before we talk about followers at all. I love how you make the distinction, Heidi, about, you know, that that it's if actors are watching YouTube videos about how, to, how like how businesses use social media, that's the wrong. So I'd love to just get into that a little bit and ask you, like, because I'm sure I know you work with a lot of actors and I'm sure you have seen actors have success via, you know, good social media strategies. Um, and, and this feels sort of like a stupid question. So forgive me. But like, what are like what if, if an actor's kind of starting at the beginning here with social media, like I would probably be, what are some of the things that they are hoping might happen if they present, like, let's say they do everything right that you're telling them to do. You know, they, they, they show people who they are. They, you know, they're, they're, um, I don't know, genuine and authentic and, and all that stuff. What, what might that lead to? Well, I think social media is it can open so many side like I call them social media side doors, right? I the biggest reason to actually use social media, besides it being a, a virtual stage, if you know that's your thing, um, is your relationships, like a hundred percent. And you can use social media to stay top of mind with the people you already know. And in between jobs, you don't have to wait for the phone to ring or, you know, for the email, email to come in, right? Um, you can stay top of mind with them. And I've seen over and over and over again, um, and I've told stories online. I have a story in my book about – my upcoming book about um, an actor booking a national commercial because she was staying top of mind with this casting director – um, on it was Twitter at the time now X, um, and she just happened to ca to to post um, to comment on a casting director's post, and the post wasn't about an audition, it wasn't about acting, it was like about the casting director's dog, but she was just always adding value to their conversation, treating like them like a human. And guess who within the hour had an audition, right? Because 
she was top of mind when she was right right for this you know this uh, audition and the casting director even told Linda after the fact I saw your comment on my post and thought Linda would be perfect for this and that's why I called you in you know and she has a happier ending that she actually booked the national commercial but you know you think about how you could apply this to you how could you who could you stay top of mind with keeping these relationships alive building these relationships um it's amazing what social media can do for an actor. I always say your network is your net worth and social media can really, you know, increase that that net worth just by the people that you already know. Um, but then, of course, you can meet practically anybody online <laughs> on social media. So, so, you know, think about that. You can actually put yourself in circles of the people you want to know, the the genres you want to work in, the directors you want to work with, um, the future directors that we don't even know about yet. We can meet those people online, especially on uh, what I call interest-based networks um, like Instagram. Usually we follow people on these interest-based networks. So Instagram, um, uh, Twitter or X, it's much easier to build relationships on these, on these type of platforms. Um, but it's your relationships are your career and social media has really like opened so many doors for actors just for relationships alone. And I don't know if that was what you were asking about. Totally. Um, Totally. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's a great answer. It's like the, the olden days of postcards. This is like times a million. Yeah, exactly. Staying, staying on their mind. And as long as you're smart about, you know, who you're trying to build relationships with, because that's one thing I see. Sometimes actors are just focusing on what I call the Spielbergs. So if you're only focusing on the biggest director, the biggest casting directors, the people that might not even be running their social media, you might not, you know, it might not be effective, right? But if you're you're thinking about some of the little fish, right? Who are some of the the little fish, the associates, the up-and-coming directors, the up-and-coming um, lyricists, composers? I know we have people listening that fit into all parts of the business. Who are these people, right? Who do you want to know? Who do you want to work with? What stories do you want to tell? Let's figure out who those people are, where they are, and let's, you know, start building relationships with them online and staying, you know, staying in touch and and um, warming that relationship. Uh, so as long as, you know, you're smart about your your online networking strategy, you'll see results. Um, but that's that's a whole podcast episode in itself as well. <laughs> I actually remember the first time that you were on our podcast, you said something that I'll never, ever forget because it was so life-changing for me. You were like, it's like instead of having a coffee, a coffee date with one person, or a coffee meeting with one person, you're having it with a thousand. And I was like, oh, because for me, when I have like a coffee date with somebody, it's so personal. And you changed it in my mind for being like, it's not this impersonal thing. It's actually like you're really building this connection with somebody else, only it's like times a thousand, which is so cool and so exciting. Yeah, I call it your virtual coffee house, your social media, and you really need to set up lists and systems to to really keep it, track of these people that you you want to know and build these relationships. And I have hundreds and hundreds of coffee dates every single week with the people I know, the people I want to know, and um, and yes, I I always I always always mention your podcast that that was the first time I ever said virtual coffee dates, and now I say it all the time. And what's another quote? That I'm still shocked, I can say, I've been able to say it since 2015, um, with my upcoming book, 
I will have to reach out to people. But before then, I have never once sent an email, made a phone call, anything. I haven't reached out to anybody for one podcast, one conference, one speaking engagement, anything. And I've spoken for Actors' Equity, for SAG, for SAG, the SAG Foundation, film festivals, you name it, um, tons of acting schools. People have found me. And they have found me because of the social media presence I've built. They have found me um, because I put myself in the right circles online. Doesn't mean I didn't put myself right near that person doing the conference online. They just happened to find me. They just I just happened to to like their post. I just happened to um, have a mutual friend, right? Um, actors can do that too. And I still can't believe that to this day, it's almost 10 years, I have never reached out for an opportunity like that. Um, like I said, with my upcoming book, I will probably have to reach out. And that's going to be a little weird. <laughs> I mean, listen, yeah. you're also just a phenomenally awesome human. And I do feel like awesome humans get, I mean, I feel like with your book, I, I'm super excited. I can't wait to read your book. I'm just really excited about that. Well, I believe my mom so, taught me what you put out comes back to you. Yes. My mom was a first grade teacher for over 30 years, and every day after the Pledge of Allegiance, she made the kids in her class take their hands, and no one can see me right now, but her, their hands went out, what you put out comes back to you, and then their hands came back in. And I remember the Aww. day I saw her do that in class. Sometimes it makes me cry when I tell the story. When I, I remember that day, mm. and I was, I was probably in high school when I saw it, um, and it made such a profound effect on me that like these kids were so lucky they had no idea yeah. what she was teaching them but that yeah. simple thing what you put out comes back to you can change your life and um i've built my business that way that's what i do online and actors should really think about that too every time you post think about what you put out comes back to you and sometimes that's not yeah. a good thing so um <laughs> so really you know always think before you post you have my mom's well, words in your, are, your ears. <laughs> yeah, we are proof of that because we found you. And I, I remember seeing you and seeing you multiple times on multiple sites and thinking, who is this amazing person that is is showing up in front of my face over and over again? And that was why we reached out. And uh, and you said yes. So yes, <laughs> I know. <laughs> thank so God. <laughs> I'd love to, I know we're getting, we're getting uh, tight on time here, but I'd love to ask you just one thing that, because Camille, I'm sure you have more to ask too, but I, I have what I think will be a quick question, which is at the top of the podcast, Heidi, you said, you know, actors don't feel like you have to be posting every day or, mm -hmm. you know, like you have to have so many followers. I mean, I know this is a hard question to answer, but like, is there, is there too much posting? Is there too little posting? I mean, what's a general good rule of thumb, would you say? Well, it comes down to a lot of things, what platforms you're using, um, but it really sure. comes down to your goals. Because I truly believe that most actors don't need to post every day. Um, so think about what your goals are for social media. Um, is your goal to use it to build relationships? Is it to spread the word about projects? Is it to, um, to grow, right? Which one is like really, really important to you? And you know, and really like at the heart of it, what really matters to you, okay? Not just what people tell you is important. And what people find when they really think about, a lot of people say, you know, I really want to build relationships. You don't need to post every day if you really want to build relationships. Not at all. Like I'd rather have you spend more time on your craft, 
right? Um, you need to stay, you know, you need to, you know, stay in people's feeds, but you could do that once a week. <laughs> I have people that post even less, right? Now, if you really, really, really want to grow, especially if you're using TikTok or Reels, yes, if you have a posting strategy in place, then posting more will get you in front of more people. Your engagement might go down, but you'll get in front of more people. So like I said, if you have a good posting strategy, you potentially could grow more. So it really depends, like, what are your goals How are you, and how you're using social media? Because it's really different for every actor and different types of actors as well, like especially voice actors and audiobook narrators. Like, you know, they, they can contact producers. They can actually get hired right through social media. And for a lot of them, they don't need a gazillion followers. They just need the right followers to... Uh, to, you know, change their business. You, the, another thing that you said the other day, <laughs> which I saw, not the other day, it was a little bit, it was a little while ago, but you said about followers, you said, remember that a follower is a person. Like it's one person that you're, and I think so often we can get stuck in our heads, like based kind of what you're saying, but it's like, where it's like, I have to have this large amount of followers, but you forget that it's like, when you're going down to that idea of, a connection and relationship building. It's a person. You're connecting with a person. I love that you said that. That was another thing I love that you said <laughs> of the many, many, many things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of actors think of it as a number. It's not a number. It's a person. Every single number, every single you know number change on your social media, unless it's a bot, of course, is a real live human you know, that has hopes and fears just like you. And when you, you make that switch of like, this is actually a person, not just a number, it changes your approach to how you grow that, that, that audience and that number. So it's, um, it, it's, it's a big thing I see with actors, because they've, you know, somehow think that, um, you know, it's just about followers, and it's not, it's, that's not why the only reason to use social media. Yeah. Um, I know you're going to ask, I know you're going to wrap it up, Jen. So before you, (laughs) I can see her. I I know her so well. Um, Mm -hmm. I'd love to hear how people can work with you. And I'd love to hear a little bit about your book. I mean, we'd like to hear more about it so our listeners can hear. Yes. So, um, my book is finally coming out. I've been, I feel like it's taken me five years to write this book. Because it's taken me five years to really wrap my head around how do I write a book about something that changes every day? It's my job to track these changes every day. But I found a way. Because what I've realized is, you know, I've been doing this a long time and there are – There are certain strategies that are the the reason why I've been able to first build a thriving community over on Twitter. Um, Then I built a thriving Facebook group. And then I, you know, have built my Instagram audience. And then I built this big audience on TikTok, too, and my YouTube. I've been able to replicate things over and over and over again. And that's pretty much what I've put in the book. Um, It's called Social Media for Actors, uh, 100 Essential Tips to Grow, Thrive, and Survive Online. And um, it also even comes with a companion guide that has another extra hundred tips. It's like hundred tips and uh, a workbook. Uh, so I'm so wow. excited because it really touches upon, uh, you know, everything that's important from your first impression 
to we have four chapters on posting alone. We have a whole chapter on how to create better videos, two chapters on networking, both one about the people you already know, another one about how to meet the people you want, you know, you want to know in the business. And then, of course, we do talk about how to grow an audience um, at the end of the book. So I'm, I'm excited because I feel like this is going to get this education to more people and, um, you know, at a really affordable price, you know. Um, so I'm really excited f- about that. And you can find out about it at socialmediaforactors.com. I finally got the URL. <laughs> Someone's had nice. it for years. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Bonus great. tip, everyone, grab your URL for your name, okay? <laughs> if you can, <laughs> someone will take it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, no, we're having worked with you and knowing you, I know this book is going to be incredible. So definitely, yeah. definitely get this book. I can't wait to read it. I'm so excited. Same. Me too. And at that, um, at socialmediaforactors.com, you can also find out about um, different events. There's going to be a bunch of events um, in LA and New York and maybe some other cities as well um, where you can meet me actually and, um, and we can hang out. So uh, those will all be on the same site as well. Which is another bonus. Great. Yes. Yes. Heidi, will you leave us with, you know, so many actors who are listening are probably thinking about, uh, you know, their next steps. Are they going to go to L.A.? Are they going to go to New York? Um, Maybe they're in L.A. and they're thinking about New York. Um, We talked to so many L.A. people but we don't talk that to that many New York people. So at the top, you said your word to describe New York was fast. I love that. Um, will you give us just like maybe one more thing about New York um, that is unique to it or something that you love or yeah, know, yeah. just another New York something? No, I'd love to because, I mean, I'm from California. So when I came to New York, you know, I – I didn't know what to expect except what I saw in the movies, right? That's all we know. And like, you know, the, the New Year's Eve uh, night, right? That's all, that's all we know of New York. And um, because it's so busy and fast, like I said, um, one of the most amazing things I found out when I came out to New York, um, you know, way back in the day in college, is that New York is so beautiful and quiet and lovely and outdoorsy the minute you step outside of New York, when you go to the Palisades and the Hudson Valley, um, it is just gorgeous, beautiful, beautiful country, apple picking, like just it's it's stunning. There's hiking. Um, it's get outside the city. Like, don't just stay in the city. You can just take the Metro door train, um, go for a hike, slow down. And I, I find that it for me, it was really hard to slow down in New York unless I got outside and that meant meaning outside of the city. So don't mm. be afraid to explore because some people, you know, live here a long time before they even know the beautiful, beautiful place that's right outside the city. Oh, that's great. That's great. I love that. Um, yeah. And you can get there pretty fast too, right? You, like it's not even like it takes hours. Yeah. 45 minutes. You're like, I mean, you could be, you could in be hiking country. in 15 minutes outside, but you know, 45 minutes, there's yeah. beautiful hikes up by Cold Spring. And um, it's a really beautiful train ride as well. And cheap. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. No problem. Well, thank you for being with us again. This is yes. so great. So always so inspiring and motivating and 
I, I appreciate it so much. I know everybody listening will too. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't wait to see you when I'm in LA. <laughs> thank Yay! you so much, Heidi. Thank you. Okay. I'll see you on social. Bye. <laughs> If you enjoyed learning today from Heidi, you will definitely want to check out the Speak LA community, where professional casting directors, agents, and top-tier teachers come on as guest artists to work directly with our Speak LA community. This episode of Speak LA the Podcast was sponsored by Actors Connection. Actors Connection offers low-cost online programs for actors along with a variety of free resources. Check them out at actorsconnection.com. Our sound engineer is the very talented Dan Leonard of homevoiceoverstudio.com. My name is Jen Jostin. And I'm Camille Thornton Olson, and we are the founders of Speak LA. You can find us at ispeakla.com. See you next time. Bye.